Hey guys, welcome back to 5nothing100nothing.com. I am Fugget, the fittest underdog guru using intelligent tactics. And today, guys, I want to talk to you about why you're not achieving your goals yet. Okay, so let's be real. You have goals, you have hopes, you have dreams. And on some level, they fire you up. They, they're down in your gut. You can feel it. You can taste it. You want it. You know, you might feel like, you know, you, that these goals and dreams would make you really happy. You know, they would really change your life. They would bring about this, this peace, this calm inside. And <clears throat> on some level, they also inspire you and fire you up and motivate you. And, you know, just like happiness, happiness is an emotion and it changes. You know, you have all, you have a wide range of emotions that you feel and they're temporary. They're not constant. You know, there's really no such thing. Life has its ups and downs and, you know, you feel different things through the day because you experience different things. You know, if you're in traffic and there's a, a roadblock or there's an accident, you're going to feel some stress or you're going to feel a frustration. You know, if you are sitting and having an amazing meal with somebody you care about, you feel great. You know, you're laughing, you're, you know, having a good time and you can feel extremes in one given day, sometimes in a given hour. So the thing is, is that when you have, you know, uh, goals and you have, you know, things that you're trying to do with your life, things you're trying to achieve, you're going to experience ups and downs but none of them will define you. They define you in the moment, perhaps, but they don't define you long term. So when you're anchored in to a set of morals, goals, dreams, things you're trying to accomplish, you got to remember that you're going to have all types of things that come up and either will move you or project you towards a goal. And then you'll have things that happen that feels like it's taking you away from or moving you away from, or making that goal further from your, your grasp. Um, there's an old saying that, um, an old story about a kid who's walking down the street and he sees this old man in a rocking chair on his porch. And he's got this old hound dog just laying there near his feet and he's whimpering. And so the little boy stops and looks over and he's like, Hey, mister, he goes, why is your dog whimpering and crying? The old man goes, well, he's laying on a rusty nail that's sticking up through the boards. The little boy looks at him kind of confused and he goes, well, why doesn't he get up? And the old man says, don't hurt bad enough. And like with us, you guys, sometimes having like a voice of reason or positive reinforcement or those motivational, um, you know, figures in our life, you know, give us a drive, give us, you know, help us, help to inspire us to achieve what we want to achieve. But I think if you talk to a lot of people and they go to work every day and they may not love their job or they might have aspects of it that are not the greatest, and they're thinking about other things they couldn't be doing, or they're looking forward to a vacation or going home or the weekend or whatever. Um, it's not that they're so motivated by their work or, you know, that that's why they stay at their job. They stay there 
a lot of times out of fear. And what fears? Well, at the end of the month, they're going to have a lot of bills. They're going to have car payments. They're going to have a mortgage. You know, they're going to have, you know, utilities. They're going to have, you know, they, they want to eat. So they're inspired and motivated by the potential disastrous outcome of not being able to sustain their life. So it's survival. And I think a lot of times whenever you are put in that environment, you know, things kick in where you have a survival mechanism where it doesn't matter how you feel, you're going to go achieve the goal because you can't live with the pain of not achieving it. So there's, you know, countless stories in the entertainment industry and I know um, and have personal friends that have done this as well, where they want something so bad that they simply choose to cut off all other options and make it very painful if they fail. Now, I don't recommend you do this. I think you, you play it, you know, not safe, somewhat safe, but smart as well. So you simply go like, well, one example is Sylvester Stallone. When he put all his chips on the table, I mean, everything he had in order to create uh, the Rocky movie, and it turned into an amazing franchise. So, you know, he basically cut off all other options. That way it would be extremely painful if he didn't succeed. And sometimes you got to have your back against the wall and you have to change, you know, your, your goals, your dreams, they go from shoulds or I'd love tos to, I must, I must succeed. So same it is with, um, fitness, you know, everybody knows if they lose five or 10 pounds, get their blood pressure down a little bit, or, you know, pick up better eating habits that they're going to have a better life. They're going to look better, feel better. But why don't most of us do it? Because it's the pain of change is worse than the pain of regret. So if something is going to require sacrifice and you're doing okay and you're comfortable where you are, then you probably won't change. But Let's say somebody comes in and they have, you know, diabetes and their blood pressure's through the roof and they're going to go on meds or have to be hospitalized. All of a sudden, you know, there's a good amount of people that will say, wait a minute, you know, my whole quality of life is going to massively suffer if I don't make these changes, if I don't implement these changes now. And all of a sudden it goes to a sense of urgency and they change because they have to, regardless of the sacrifice, regardless of the temporary um, pain or discipline required, because the outcome of not doing it now is catastrophic. So sometimes, you know, you need to be backed up against the wall. Sometimes you have to have, you know, it has to be like do or die, sink or swim. And you then find a way to achieve what you're trying to achieve. You find a way to get it done. And unfortunately, that's that can be human nature, especially if you have somebody who's a little bit uh, lazy, drags their feet a little bit, or can just get by with what they're doing. And all of a sudden, when they can't, they get very resourceful and find a way to pull out all the stops. 
So that's how it goes. That's just how we are sometimes. So identify that in yourself, you guys. Take an, an inventory of your life. You know, when you're working on yourself, you're trying to set some goals, trying to figure out your path, your purpose, your mission, finding your grind, your hustle. Think about those things. You know, um, the guy who's um, married, goes to work, comes home, doesn't have a particularly good relationship with his wife or his children. And all of a sudden, she, you know, serves him with papers that she's going to divorce him. All of a sudden, this guy is like, you know, making sure he's not working too much overtime. He's going to take the kids to their games. He's going to be there. He's going to take his wife out on a date night. All of a sudden, the fear of loss, because he loves the woman, but he just got comfortable. The fear of loss is very real to him. And all of a sudden, it sobers him up real quick. So, guys, I hope that helps. Like, share, subscribe. Give me your thoughts, and I'll talk to you guys again soon.